How many of those women are afraid of an open-handed slap in the face? You've been accused. Oh, you accused. know, that's a terrible thing. You have been God. accused of advocating violence. No, see, that's a misconception. I'm trying to stop violence in the black community. Now, we know, Raven, that domestic violence is at an all-time high in the black community. Black men currently are kicking us blacking eyes, knocking our teeth out, stabbing us, shooting us. They're doing a lot of horrible things to us, all right? So what I'm trying to do is to put some direction on that. One of the problems we have is that we don't know that change happens in degrees and stages. So if we just say, tell our men, don't hit women, they're not going to do that any more than they're going to say no to drugs. You know, that doesn't work in that way just to give that kind of instruction. So let's first put some controls on it. Let's get our men to recognize that they don't have to go off and brutalize us with their fists and hit us with weapons and, and uh, kick us in the stomach and hit us in the But breast. it's okay for him to hit wait me minute, with his wait hand? Wait a minute. I'm saying that if I can stop black men from kicking and shooting and stabbing and stomping black women and get them to just lightly tap us in the mouth, I will have saved a lot of lives and preserved a lot of families. What That's kind him. of logic is that? Well, they're not going to stop doing it completely. Now, let's deal with the reality of the statistics. You know, 40% of our women are brutalized. So I'm trying to get the men to stop doing that to us. The Red Cross suggests the same motion, and nobody's ever jumped on them. If a person gets hysterical, you slap them in the face to bring them back around to reality. And I'm not even saying a hard slap. And let's go over that, because that's something that's confused all over the country. <laughs> I'm really, I'm so tired. That's the national anthem of black women. Now, at first, I thought they were really upset, but I think it's been kind of a smoke screen. They're trying to use that to get black men not to read the rest of the book. Yeah, uh-oh, we about to go in deep waters tonight. The Voice of Reason, live on KBLA Talk 1580. That was the voice of the incomparable Shaharazad Ali. Tonight's topic, it's a wellness versus for women. The reason why I'm doing this show is because I got a granddaughter. She's, she's four. I have a daughter. She's 22. And these narratives, man, the internet is wild. These narratives are all over the place, man. And I'm, I, in my mind, I'm like, how do, how do you properly prepare them for this new world that's being reformed and recreated right under our very feet, right? It's very interesting. So I said, okay, let's take two prominent voices for sisters. And, and actually, it's going to be three. But let's take two prominent voices for sisters and ask the question, whose message is most needed today? A wellness versus a deeper look into Iyanla Van Zant and Shaharazad Ali's talking points. Whose message is most needed for brothers and sisters today? Man, uh, hey, <laughs> when I tell you I got questions, I've got, and listen, this is nothing unless you participate. This is a discussion. I want you to get to your phone lines, 1-800-920-1580. A lot of women dislike both those women. And a lot of women really like both of those women, right? And in my, re in my research, a lot of brothers of today, I think, respect the work of Shaharazad Ali 
more than Iyanla Van Zandt. Even our very own Don Amici just said, just turn Iyanla off and play Shaharazad Ali for hours. There are a lot of brothers, and some would even say that her talking points have, you know, kind of supported and buttressed the Manosphere talk. 1-800-920-1580. Let's get it cracking. Who wants to join the discussion? This is a barn burner tonight. You better get to the phone lines before the phone lines get to you. Reasons. The reasons that we're here, the reasons that we fear, our feelings won't disappear. disappear. You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 158. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, my playlist is my co-host. We've got a wonderful verses on that side, too. The first salvo comes from Mint Condition. Mint Condition versus Tony, Tony, Tony tonight. All songs that fit the paradigm of our discussion. We're having a very deep discussion. Because I believe in mentors. I believe in elders. I believe in the wise words of those who have come before you. But I'm also wise enough to understand that sometimes the words fit better in a certain generation. Sometimes the words fit better in a certain time. And as time goes on, those words do not succinctly fit into the reality of now. And looking at the world today and how the world is being changed and rearranged and flipped around and you've got young women growing up under your purview, how do you enrich their lives with elders that fit the world that they live in? Or does it make more sense to get them to conform to ideas, beliefs, and constructs that you and your parents were raised with. Wellness versus for women, a deeper look into the talking points of Iyanla Van Zandt and Shaharazad Ali, whose message is most needed today. Questions. Should we filter and be mindful of how we apply the perspectives of elders that are deemed well-respected voices to our lives? Like, how do you filter out this? I love the word filter here. Now, first off, this topic is from a woman. This topic is from a listener. So I do the listeners' topics when they send when they email me at VOR106 at gmail.com. I take heed and do their topics. But the word she used here was filter. Right? The word she used was filter. Should we filter and be mindful of how we apply the perspective of elders that are deemed well-respected voices in our lives to our community? So the word filter just simply, it reminds me of Bruce Lee. 
right? Bruce Lee said something that was quite profound. He said, take what you can use and leave the rest. Do we do our elders the same? Are uh, I know they're speaking some universal axioms. Here's some more questions. Are we failing to acknowledge the mishandling of shared wisdom and insight from some elders in the black community? Are we failing to acknowledge the mishandling? One thing about words, man, they are susceptible to interpretation. <laughs> they are susceptible to perception, how we, how we interpret, how we perceive. I, and and I want to know why do a lot of women not favor favor Iyanla? I tend to find Iyanla quite insightful. Right, a lot of women didn't favor Shahrazad Ali, and understandably so to a certain degree. She basically said a modicum of domestic violence, man to woman, is acceptable. Now, she was saying that men won't stop beating on their women. That's what she said. Wow, that was heavy. Wow. She said, give domestic, viol- d- domestic violence a direction. Whew. 1-800-920-1580. I want to talk to y'all. We're having a wellness versus for women. Iyanla Van Zant. Versus Shaharazad Ali. And as I stated earlier, there are many brothers out there who love the talking points of Shaharazad Ali. Uh, Kevin Samuels was one. And there are many other brothers out there. Let's ask this question. Are our elders, those who have lived longer, experienced more, and gathered more perspective... Are they above correction and being held accountable for neglecting to maintain balance in their guidance? Sometimes they can be jaded. Sometimes wounds still have a hold of them, even when they're doling out information. Yeesh. Yeesh. 1-800-920-1580. Richie Rich from Pasadena about to turn up. I already know. Let me make space. <laughs> Rich, Richie, Rich. <laughs> Big Zo, what's the deal? What's the deal, man? What's happening? Um, man, you know, both of those sisters are needed. I love both of those sisters. They front line for us. They put their neck on the line for us. Um, so oftentimes as a leader, when you're out there every day, every day pushing the line, sometimes you may fall short. Um, with some of the things that you say and some of the things get misinterpreted. Um, like I said, I love both the sisters. With uh, Particularly what I, uh, the sister Ali has said, I'm in a total agreement. And let me tell you why, Zoe. Um, you know, I was, I was brothers and sisters who are in shape, who have a little touch of beauty and intelligence. Man, we, we're unstoppable, especially as kids. We get into things, and oftentimes it takes a... Oops, upside your head, a little rough up, just to bring some humility to self. You feel what I'm saying? Because if not, you're just going to be running wild. You feel me? So just like uh, my homies, my, my, my good homies that I have great relationships to this day, we have 50 cuffs with each other. Just to establish that, hey, man, I know you're doing your thing and I'm doing my thing. Now the respect is there. I believe, I believe 
you know, um, you can get aggressive with your woman, but you got to have a good bar inside of her. You know what I'm saying? For one. But then for two, you do have to do something to her so she know that, hey, he is a man. I can't just do what I want to do. Because when you have, a, I'm talking about a beautiful woman, though. Like if she walked down Trail Oaks right now, cars just pulling over, everybody's hollering. You bring her to the picnic, everybody's like, oh, getting you daps and all that. I'm talking about these type of sisters, homie. You have to let her know, like, hey, check it out. I know you're beautiful and I love you, but if you cross a line, again, I'm not talking about close your fist and knocking her out like she the police or something. But I'm talking about, you know, grabbing her up a little bit, letting her know, like, hey, check it out. Calm down, baby. Relax. Whatever she's doing. You feel what I'm saying? So in no form or fashion are you supposed to be hitting your woman. But you do have to, again... Do something a little physical so she know that lion is inside you, specifically to her. Give her a little rough love, you know what I'm saying, in the bedroom, like I said. Have that good bar in there and toss her up a little bit, pull her hair. You got to do that, so real talk. You have to, especially with these with these bad sisters, you know what I'm saying? All right, so let me, let me bring it back because I love when Rich is on the line, man. Uh, let me go back. Rich, you, I know you're not. Okay. I know you're not saying you're advocating a little violence. Violence with direction, as uh, Shaharazad Ali said. I know you're not advocating that. Are you? So, so, so listen, I'm saying yes. Okay, so for me, right, as a young boy who who was who played football since six, who was intelligent, who had some looks to himself, man, I was going crazy. People would be like, boy, you, you better hit. My mama had to give me a whooping every week, so real talk. That's how bad I was. You know what I'm saying? Going to jail, going to prison. You have to have certain level of physical resistance for you to respect nothing. Because if we just go all day, oh, well, I'm not going to hit him or her, and they can say or do whatever they want, then they're going to continue to do it. But if you just grab somebody, even if you give somebody a swift slap, and I'm talking about a real hard slap, a swift slap was going to be like, hey, did he just slap me? Like, it just gets things back into perspective. And I'm saying with your woman, the best way to do it, of course, like I said, is in the bedroom, you know, slide that meat inside of her and then kind of, you know, really talk that talk to her. Like, man, what was you doing? Though? What's going on with that? You know what I'm saying? Give her some little rough loving so she can respect you, though. You feel what I'm saying? Because, though, so keep it real. Any, any high, any white man, any other race man where they want to get out of line, they're allowed to physically reprimand their women and it goes overlooked. Nobody talks about it. But when we do it, we, we're put on the chopping block. We're looked at bad. I'm saying you never have to put hands on anybody but i'm saying in the infancy stages of relationships it is good to have a little physical confrontation so the pecking order can be established you know what interesting I'm saying? Let, let, let me hit you with this because uh sister shaharazad ali said something and and i want you to process this for me she says although not lazy by nature she has become loose. She's talking about sisters. She has become loose and careless about herself and about her man and her family. Her brain, listen to this, is smaller than the black man's. So while she's accumulated, uh, uh, while she's acclaimed uh, for her high scholastic achievement, uh, thought process, uh, She's basically saying that the this is just hard for me to read it. It's just killing me right now. <laughs> she said her thought process does not compare to the conscious black man. Right? Her unbridled tongue is the main reason she cannot get along with the black man. If 
She ignores the authority and superiority of the black man. There is a penalty. When she crosses the line and becomes viciously insulting, it is time for the black man to soundly slap her in the mouth. Shahrazad Ali. Do you agree with Ooh, that? That is that's tough because now again, so if 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 it's you or I that's slapping in the mouth, we we can give enough exertion to where it's not going to hurt her, damage her permanently, but that she will understand something. But of course, when you have higher intelligence, you know that you don't have to do that. Um, a great example that I always use is the brothers in the in the prison system currently where they allow us to train service animals, and we do it the best job than anybody. We can't yell at them and we can't hit them, right? right? So you have to learn how to be patient with these animals. Not to say that the black woman is an animal, but with your children, with your friends, with any type of relationship that you have, you must be very patient, and you must exhibit the right energy. Sometimes we're not um, slapping somebody just the easy way. That's the quick way. Oh, I've been but working 12 hours all day. That's the easy way. But, but Rich, um, but Rich, that's yeah. why I read it to you. I read it to you because I want you to see the inherent contradiction in it. Right. If she says the sister's brain is smaller than the brother's brain and the sister's thought process cannot compare to the conscious black man, then that would that would imply to me that the black man would not have to use force. He could use intelligence. He could use his words because he's smarter, right? If you see, I disagree with that. The black woman's brain is not smaller. I believe it's just um, a different perspective. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, for example, so my neighbor, when I was you know, really out there, she was really a part of the um, neighborhood watch. And I'm like, yo, how are you a part of the neighborhood watch? She will argue with me, Zoe with how the police are good and all this type of stuff. And this is back in the nineties. Oh, you hear what I'm saying? So, but now, now she's on that. Oh yeah. I, I see what you're saying. So not to say she's wrong. She's inaccurate with that. The black woman's brain isn't smaller, but I did argue before, you know, intelligence does not have a gender, but I'm t- I took a psychology class at uh, PCC. You feel me? They Pasadena said, city. <laughs> <Woo. Go ahead>. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm saying, though, they said, because, we're physically, meaning our lung capacity is a lot bigger because, you know, we have the pectoral plate, these muscles on our chest, that it allows more oxygen to get to our brain. So we do have a natural um, advantage as far as intelligence over the woman. But that's not to say that we're smarter, but it does give us an advantage on the physical side of the game. You dig what I'm saying? And I think um, when we're frontlining as men, sisters who are going to school sometimes miss the market for because they misjudge me all the time. They're like, oh, you're a gang member. Oh, I'm, I'm in school, especially when I was a kid. You know what I mean? I'm talking about in my early tw- teens and 20s. They're like, oh, he's a gang member. I'm in college. There's no way that we can get together. Fast forward to now, we in our late 30s, they have a better understanding. So, again, it's just dealing with your woman where she's at. And sometimes it takes her, hey, baby, man, come with me. You know what I'm saying? Let's hang out in the park all night so you can see for yourself what time it is. You feel what I'm saying? Sometimes you have to show her, not necessarily slap her in the mouth, but, you know, grab her by the hand and take her to the job with you. Walk her through the hood. You feel what I'm saying? Take her to the back alley with the homies so she can experience it, smell it, and taste it for herself. You know what I'm saying? So she has now a better understanding of what we're dealing with. You did? Man, Richie Rich, man, always, man, appreciate you calling in, brother. Uh, again, this is this is a non-judgmental space. I knew you was going to take us to the moon and back. 
We appreciate the call. Call in anytime, brother. Thank you. Man. Listen, man, we're we're human beings, and humans are violent. Okay? Humans are violent. Uh hell. I'm violent. And have been violent. But every time I'm violent, I see it as a spiritual demotion, a loss of control. I really believe some of the talking points, like, again, the Bruce Lee concept, take some, leave some. Uh, Take what you can use, leave the rest. We're having a, this is a tough topic. The phone lines are going berserk. The wellness verses for women. A deeper look into Iyanla Van Zandt and Shaharazad Ali's talking point, right? Whose message is most needed for today? Here we go. Let's get the phone lines cracking. Sean from Oakland, been on the longest. Sean, get in here. Oh, sorry. When we come forward, we gonna go back and check on. You see, I'll just be in a rhythm. When we come forward, we gonna come back and talk to Sean out of Oakland. It's about to get crazy. He's on fire tonight. tonight. It's the voice of reason with Zoe Williams, exclusively on KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. I'm Love Van Zandt, and I am a Yoruba priestess and a cultural custodian. This is not our culture. This book is anti-cultural, anti-African, and anti-historical. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. that our key to our growth is love. This book contains no love. It doesn't encourage love. It doesn't support love. And it dismisses the most loving force on this earth, the African woman. It was... Ooh, That's what a young Levan Zant thought about Shaharazad Ali's book. She said it didn't encourage love. Now, this is back in the day. This is Geraldo. Listen here, Alaldo. Alaldo. Right? She was in the audience during that time. And Shahrazad Ali's book is uh, The Black Man's Guide to Understanding the Black Woman. And that that clip right there was from the, the, the Geraldo show where Iyanla responded and she let her know, you know, she's an Ifa priestess and there was no love in the book. And the reason why I choose these two voices, because they're exceedingly polarizing, right? Yanla has since risen, you know, to fix my life, Oprah, you know, the whole movement. And... For the most part, if you watch, say, Fix My Life or something like that, there's a lot of good information in there. But I sense a reemergence of Shaharazad Ali's work via the manosphere. A lot of brothers have brought her back out to get her perspective because of one thing. Sister Shaharazad Ali believes that sisters in general are out of order. 
the modern day sister today, Miss Independent, Miss Strong, I don't need nobody, out of pocket, right? And even Iyanla, who doesn't necessarily agree or find, you know, uh, this synergy with Shaharazad Ali, came out and said something a couple years ago similar to that, where she said, sisters, black, the black woman is out of order. Close your legs. I need to hear from women to understand whose words move you more, whose words elevate you more. Maybe there are women out there that we don't know about that we need to know about. My daughter needs to know about. My granddaughter needs to know about. Right? That can elevate them to a different level of consciousness. Sean from Oakland, California, get in here. Well, hey, brother. So first off, what I'm hearing here between the two opinions, and that's what they are, and I totally respect people coming out and saying that, especially in the black community, which I'm not going to pretend to ever speak for, but what I hear um, is kind of, and this is my opinion, but I've been around a bit, um, this fragile masculinity. There's no way that any man, any color, needs to be putting any physical violence on anybody, let alone a woman, to try to, like, control them. And and, and I'm serious. Yet because the whole point here is that we try to learn and try to learn how to better approach a, a relationship between one another. And you know what? This is interesting and it's, it, it, it gets a lot of attention. Um, and if that works for people, you know, fine. But let me tell you two things. Number one, <clears throat> you cannot get around this first thing I'm going to say or the second. The first thing is the brain is experience dependent, period, end of story. In this world that we live in, it doesn't matter the size of the brain doesn't matter the female or male, has nothing to do with the content in which the experiences that you have in your brain. That's what the brain is. So if you've been hit, yeah, you're going to continue to hit. If you, and then it escalates. That's what happens, which is where the problem lies within, with hitting, in my opinion, and lots of other scientific studies. But that's not even what I think we're talking about here. When you're talking about Bruce Lee and you're giving these wonderful uh, quotes, and I love Bruce Lee. You know, by the way, people, he trained here in Oakland because that's how he did it, and no one could whip that dude. He would whip everyone, and that's the truth. That's his legend. Mm -hmm. But you know what also also he said? Flow like water. Okay, when you flow like water, you're not going to hit anybody. Obviously, you've got to defend yourself if somebody hits you. Do you think a woman who gets hit shouldn't respond with defense Mm. or read that you're about to hit her and she might whip your tail in? Because I live in Oakland, baby. These women, they'll whip your ass. (laughs) So what I'm trying to say, (laughs) what I'm saying, be careful what you wish for. And by the way, it doesn't achieve, I'm just an old guy saying the, the, the violence, you know, I haven't been in, I've been in a, you know, a dozen fights in my life because you have to fight when you're in the, 
I never grew up in the hood, but I spent a lot of time in the hood. So I'm not trying to say I'm some hood person that grew up poor and all that. No, but I played sports and I played around people and they would let me know because I was good in sports. You know, don't mess with that dude. Don't mess with that dude. So I didn't get in a lot of fights. But sometimes you have to join in when your brothers get in a fight. And, you know, it happened in baseball, happened in some basketball courts. And, you know, I got my bloody noses and, you know, that kind of thing. And then we went out and played again the next day. But what we didn't do and what most of us were taught, don't hit a woman. And a lot of the kids see someone hitting a woman like you're bigger and badder, right, because you're a male. It's really fragile masculinity, brother, and I really believe that. And I'm not trying to diss anybody out there. But there are so many better ways to use your mind, use your intelligence, like you said, Zoe, to, look, bring us together and figure these problems out. You have to problem solve in this world, people, and you're smarter than that, brothers, and uh, than uh, men specifically than, than using violence to try to get your ends. Thank you, Sean. We appreciate the call. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You're always welcome. Oakland, California is in the building because you called in. Do we have time for one more? Can Let's get one more in. Who is that Shogun from Fontana? I'm coming to all y'all, so be, don't, be patient. I'm coming. Shogun from Fontana, Fontucky. Evening, Brother Zoe. What's up, sir? Man, you know, it's been a minute. Glad to be on. You know, I've been a long-time fan since since way back in the Congo, Congo Rome days, man. Wow. Man, welcome back, oh, brother. Yeah, yeah. So addressing the uh, the question at, at hand, uh, looking at it from what it is, you know, it kind of, you know, you say Ms. Van Zandt versus Ms. Ali, you know, both are very powerful spiritual ladies. Mm-hmm. Respect to both. Mm-hmm. But I when I look at it, I'm I'm getting the vibe of accountability versus discipline. Accountability is principally responsible responsibility, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. And the discipline is the code of behavior. And in that same word, you're dealing with you could say uh, the ability to correct. And in our society we lack that viciously. Hmm. So leaning toward Mrs. Van Manzant is is one thing because we can see her quote unquote get people back in line. But the book has never changed for Mrs. Ali. It's been the same book for the last yes, last thirty years. It has not changed. I hate I didn't get the book when they first came out. But nonetheless, I did read them. So the standard remains the same. I even heard where Ms. Van Zandt, no disrespect, even came back and said, you know, I was wrong about a couple of things. Right. And the sheriff's eye did not change. Mm. So the code the code is, is the code should remain the same. Nothing changed since since the beginning of time. People have. Hmm. But in order to keep civilizations and communities and things from going out of whack like it is right now, things need to remain within a certain level, balance, that's not happening right now. So kind of want to know what you thought about that, brother. Well, brother, I appreciate the call, and I appreciate the insight. 
This is a non-judgmental zone. Please call in and share your opinions regardless of what they are. I'm going to give you space to share them. My brother Shogun brought Fontana into the building. If you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call us at 1-800-920-1580. Oftentimes, people can't listen to concepts and ideas that they don't agree with. I'm different. I can. I don't have to judge it as right or wrong. I'm just giving you the space to get it off your chest. Sometimes people just want to be heard. This is going to be very interesting. Phone lines are absolutely cracking. The wellness verses. Huh? For women. Yala Van Zandt versus Shaharazad Ali. When we come forward, more callers, more questions, more concepts from the VOR. Is it good to you? Good to you? More Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams when we come forward. Minneapolis sound of men condition, man. We have an amazing topic tonight. The phone lines are absolutely bonkers. We got sisters on the line. Let's run through these callers quick. Heru Ali, you've been on the longest. Get in here. Peace and love to the family nations. Honor so in the chat and the family. Honors, good brother. Honors, good brother. Talk to me. Listen, um, we're in a different dispensation, um, uh, different generation. Uh, there are societal double standards that have always been, but especially now that um, there are more safeguards for uh, the feminine side. Um, you know about the couple violence. You know, uh, females are quick to many females, not all, not all, but many females are quick to to give you a smack or to punch you and be like, oh, you a man, you can take it. That didn't hurt. It's like, wait a minute. When you, you can go on YouTube and, and view the videos of those that are doing the experiment of when a woman is physically abusing a man in public versus the response of the public to when a female, um, when, when a male is hitting um uh, a man and it's like listen um both the, the the queens we just have to you know filter through the decipher like you said take what's you know what i'm saying we we don't eat the, the the skin of the orange we eat the meat of the orange listen we're smart enough to decipher it's like listen at the end of the day keep your hands to yourself because am i wrong for saying that if you're woman enough Woman enough to hit me, I'm man enough to hit you back. That's Whoopi Goldberg said. If you go hit, you gonna get hit back. And a lot of people didn't like what Whoopi said pertaining to that. But I feel like we're getting caught up on just what uh, Shaharazad Ali said about. Yes. You know what about the other things that she said that were also <clears throat> controversial? Listen, they're only controversial because they was the truth. So let's just get past that one uh, a bullet point of uh, adult. She was talking about adult discipline. And what I mean by adult discipline is I talked to, uh, I was talking to a female once and I was like, no, 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 let no, me no. Ask you a no, hold on. We got to carry you forward because <laughs> you listen, you cannot say something like that 
and then run right past it. You said adult discipline? Don't when when children act out. No, uh, no, just hold it. When we come <laughs> forward, this man is going to explain to me what adult discipline is. Reasons. The reasons that we're here, the reasons that we fear, our feelings won't disappear. Disappear. You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 1580. You know you want some more. More. It's the Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 1580. Versus tonight, Mint Condition versus Tony, Tony, Tone. Let me just say this. The bottom line is, violence is low consciousness. Let's just address that. Violence is low consciousness. Heru Ali, I'm carrying you over. I'm carrying all of y'all over. Violence is low consciousness. When you when you get violent in order to try to correct somebody, you've already lost it. It's already over. It's already done. They don't respect you. They fear you if they stay. And fear is much different than respect, guys. Ah. This is it's kind of heartbreaking to even hear it. But when we come forward, we're going to try to heal the wounds of black love, starting with voice of reason. Can you touch on the topic of black women saying they are unprotected and the implication it has on black masculinity? Well, a woman has to be in a position that she can be protected. Uh Uh-oh. A woman has to deserve protection by the way she lives her life or present herself. Talk to her. A woman has to require protection because she is in her place, in her lane. And then men might feel that they can step in and protect her. A lot of our women don't want to be protected. You can't protect them whether anybody bothers you alone. Sometimes we try to protect our women from a bad idea. She don't want no protection. So there's no situation where a man that don't know a woman can walk down the street and see somebody doing something to her and automatically just jump in. Mm. So that has to be an independent. Woo! Shaharazad Ali does not hold her tongue whatsoever if you're just tuning in tonight the wellness versus for women yalamed zant versus shaharazad ali let me get to my brother heru ali battle creek michigan on the line he said something about adult discipline 
<laughs> Please explain that concept, <laughs> brother. Adult discipline. Um, let me start from the basics. Um, our children, uh, well, my children, let me say my children. You and I, we come from a generation where it was um, corporal punishment first, ask questions later. And then uh, if they were incorrect for uh, the corporal punishment that they, they issued out, there was no apology. There'd just be some alcohol rubbing on, on the uh, switch wipes, weps, and uh, get you something to eat and go lay down. As an adult, what uh, I believe Shaharazad Ali was saying, she was talking about adult discipline. And um, before we went to break, I asked uh, a sister that I was dealing with in the past, I said, wait a minute, you know what I'm capable of. What, I, what I've demonstrated as being a masculine uh, protector, for, you know, provider, all of that. If you knew that if I put my hands on you, because sometimes you don't know when to, you know, shut your mouth and just let it be over, agree to disagree. Would you continue to talk to me in that tone and, and, and that masculine energy? If you knew I would put my hands on you, would you continue to do that? You know what they told me, though? Yeah. They said no. I said, so you don't respect me completely. Chris Rock said, listen, I'm not going to be a woman, but I might shake the stew out of him. You know what I'm saying? Do you know who I am? But wait, Do you know what I'm but capable wait. of? No, let me push back, Haru. Oh, always bring the pushback, bro. If you got to ask that question and then get that type of answer, why would you continue on? Wouldn't that be exactly? Wouldn't, wouldn't that be indicator enough to move on without actually having At to get physical? Exactly. But the reality is, we know that everything don't fit inside a cookie cutter, but you are absolutely correct. That should be the first and only indicator that they give you for you to, you know what, disconnect. Listen. Absolutely. Listen, Haru, coming from a guy, because, mm -hmm. of, because of my upbringing, because how I was raised, projects, foster care, listen, violence was my preferred conflict resolution tool. It was violence first, figure everything out later. But I realized why. that that was a weakness. Absolutely. That was a detriment. I'm here oh, absolutely. To, I'm here to tell you, brother, there are there are a lot of broken men out there just as broken as I am. As will, I am. Who will hear that and mm -hmm. then try to use that to control women. Disclaimer. We do not condone any physical violence in any form at any time. If if you feel like you're not being uh, respected, whether they put their hands on you or not, leave. Do not continue in that situation, relationship or whatever it is. So let me but say let me say it another way, Haru. For the low consciousness man, mm -hmm. his wallet and his aggression are mm -hmm. his most valuable assets in the relationship. T tell me I'm wrong. Uh, yeah, you're right. Two things can be uh, right at the same time. But what I've observed is Negroes who didn't have no wallet, 
but they had the aggression. They had that uh, that that BDE energy. They was putting it down, and folks still stayed, whether they had money or not. Well, we're dealing with the, the 70, 75% of single-parent homes that are uh, mating with these, uh, uh, the, the, the 25% of the brothers that we would consider uh, Pookies and Ray Rays. Mm-hmm. Here's my thing. Where I'm at in my life tonight, in my in, in in my 48 years, it's like no. I always tell uh, women, and I've been telling it for years: if you're woman enough to hit me, I'm man enough to hit you back. In an effort to try and deter him from listen, keep don't don't even play. I, I don't even like that play tapping and all that stuff. Don't don't do that because if you hit me, whether it, it hurt or not, or you you can take it. I'm going to hit you back a little bit harder to try and remind you, keep your hands to yourself. And that is a problem. That's why you should leave. That couple-on-couple violence is not good. Don't do it at all. And there, what I always say, the divine feminine is not going to try you. Oh, Not going to try you physically, at least. They might try you verbally intellectually but not physically okay and if you're just not built to uh have an intellectual uh um uh, sparring with them then you know you need to read some more books the Shrouded lighthouse <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> you, you know what i'm saying the, the holographic <laughs> relationship don't 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 yell don't step your voice up step your argument up that's right you know what i'm saying show and prove but yeah, violence is, is never the action, but we know in this sick society that we live in, the majority that I've observed, they like to get physical when you tell them no, they don't like it, and they expect, you put your hands on me, I'm going to call it a white man. Okay. Well, good and brother. I got you. Good brother, you brought the city that we have come to know, Battle Creek, Michigan. Into the Peace building, man. We appreciate you, Harry Wally. To the family and nation. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Hey, listen. Nzinga, I'm coming to you right after we come forward. He's on fire tonight. tonight. It's the Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. Where difficult conversation lives. Difficult conversations live right here. I believe that Iyanla Van Zant and Shaharazad Ali come from a pure space of trying to heal our community. And I believe that to some degree, they have done a great job. Now, You're not going to agree with everything a work in progress has to say. Everybody, you guys already know how I think, everybody is a work in progress. So if you're a work in progress, sometimes your wisdom will be fragmented. Sometimes your wisdom will be blunted. And just because wisdom is fragmented and or blunted doesn't mean it's still not wisdom especially in comparison to the thought process or level of consciousness you were at before you heard blunted wisdom. So as these women have uh, grown and 
developed their philosophies. Some people like it. Some people don't. But I would not question their intention uh, to do good and their intentions to heal people. Oh, wow. 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 I'm sorry. I just saw something in my chat room. Wow. I wouldn't challenge that. I wouldn't challenge that they are trying to better our people. Let's get to Nzinga from Pensacola, Florida. Nzinga, jump in here. Hey, good evening, everybody. Um, I like both, you know, and I do believe, like you said, they were both trying to help the community. But I think, I guess, I resonate a little more with Iyanla. Um, You know, I, I guess I see people in the chat not really saying that she doesn't help, but if they watch the show, um, just off the top of my head, I remember a married couple and I believe the gentleman had kids from a previous marriage and she was counseling both of them. And I remember, you know, she listened to both of them, but she, you know, she got with the woman, you know, she made the woman, she held the woman accountable. She told, you know, she was explaining to her or she made her see what she was doing. I guess she mirrored her so she could see what she was doing and she held her accountable. Well, if you don't remember that, then do you remember uh, Shay from, uh, I think it was, she used to be on uh, with a Flavor of Love. Mm-hmm. She she had that girl almost about to jump on her. And y'all have uh, been, been checking, she's been checking people now. And she's been checking them with love. She's been checking them with, with love. love. So mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's an mm-hmm. either or here. I think it's we both of the sisters are needed to some degree, right? And that doesn't mean you agree with everything I they say. So. Go ahead, Nzinga. No. I don't. I don't. Um, I guess I don't know. If, well, I'm, I'm just going to say it. But I don't know. People maybe uh, like Sister Ali better because, you know, she's maybe, I don't know, advocating for a little violence in a relationship. I'm not sure. But for me, when you ask what's needed for today, I'm going to say Yama just based off. I remember seeing that panel she had with the gentleman and, you know, they had all the kids and stuff like that, she was actually trying to heal. And I guess, you know, like you they are both trying to do it the way the methods are just different. And for me, you know, I, I think I go a little bit more. I remember when I turned 18, my aunt bought me the Daily Meditations for Colored People by Young. I still have that book. Powerful you work. Know? So, yeah, so I just, you know, I think I kind of resonate. And I just bought her book, her book Trust. So I just, I, you know, I, I like her and I think, you know, she's ministering to the soul and trying to bring people together in a balanced way as far as me. Absolutely. 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 First off, let me just say, Nzinga, thank you for everything you do. You're welcome. Moderating the chat room, calling when I ask you to call. Thank you, Nzinga from Pensacola, Florida. You don't call all the time, but when I need you, you show up. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. All right. Good night, y'all. Tonight's topic is crazy. I want you to listen to this by Jan Van Zandt. Everything that happens to you is a reflection of what you believe about yourself. We cannot outperform our level of self-esteem. We cannot draw to ourselves more than we think we are worth. See, let's get deep. And then I'm going to go back to the phone lines. I got Bowman, I got Vanetta, and somebody else is calling in right. Listen, 
Did you hear what Iyanla said there? I say it differently. I say you get who you are. You deserve who you are. Krishnamurti says it differently. Relationship is a mirror. First off, you got to stop being so childish. Men and women, brothers and sisters, stop being so childish. What do you mean, Zoe? You're childish because you can't accept the same truth from two different people. You accept the truth from who you're comfortable with. That's a sign of spiritual immaturity. Oh, Lord. I know y'all not ready for this work tonight, but you're going to get it. Truth is truth regardless of who speaks it. If it resonates at the consciousness level of truth, you should accept it from whoever delivered it. But because you're not cool with you, you look up to people and you idealize people and you go, I like them. I like their swag. I like the way they move. I like the way they speak. And oftentimes you wake up one day and you find out that they're as human and as flawed as you are. But you idealize them. Do you get what I'm saying? So there you go. You, you just like what you like. And it, sometimes when it's about spiritual growth, it's not just about liking what you like. It's about getting the information that is necessary for transformation. And where does that information come from? Oh, let's go. Yana Van Zant from the book Yesterday I Cried. You cannot accept or reject the way you are treated by other people. But until you heal the wounds of your past, you will continue to bleed. You cannot bandage the bleeding with food, with alcohol, with drugs, with work, with cigarettes, with sex. But eventually it will lose it will it will uh, ooze through and stain every aspect of your life. You must find the strength to open the wound, stick your hands inside, pull out the core of the pain, that is holding you in your past, the memories, and make peace with them. Iyanla Van Zandt from the, from the book Yesterday I Cried. Guess what? You got some men who feel like that don't apply to them. Yes, it do. That was a non-gender specific message. Men think Iyanla Van Zandt is for women. That is a non-gender specific message that a man can use to heal himself as well as a woman. Oh, Iyanla got heat. Oh, yes. She got heat. Hmm? Everything you have done and been through is valuable and important. In order to be who you are, to know what you know, to be where you are in this moment, you needed to go through what you went through. That's holographic. The universe wastes no movement. That's holographic. Your whole experience is carried with you 
up until this moment of consciousness, so many people do not really realize and recognize the power of spirituality as it is manifested through conflict and relationship. Iyanla Van Zant trying to fix people's lives. Sister Shahrazad Ali trying to get the sister back in alignment with traditional views and discipline. Listen, it's all about talking to a certain level of consciousness. You have to raise your consciousness in order to listen, in order to enhance your experience. In order to enhance your experience with yourself and in order to enhance your experience with others, you must raise your consciousness. But if you're at a low vibrational level, somebody like Shaharazad Ali may say what she says. She may say it incorrectly uh, or she may say it in a fragmented kind of way. Iyala may be guilty of the same thing, but their intentions are good. They want you to have a shift in consciousness that raises your in your 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 ethic your ethics uh compass your integrity compass your spiritual integrity compass when it's so low anything is liable to happen 1-800-9-2015-80 we got callers on the line let's run through them bowman get in here what's the what's up how you doing I'm good, brother. Talk to me. Really quick, uh, as best I can, because I can relate to this. Um, I agree with Shaharzad, and we know that she's speaking the truth as it pertains to the violence. Because wait, Bowman, I'm a, wait, before you finish that, you don't agree with what I just read from Iyanla Van Zant? I believe in some of it, because a lot of us, when we start relationships, we go in very innocent-minded, and we some of us build relationships so we don't necessarily reflect because we're just learning. We're like in the babe stages of relationships. Some of us don't have an acquired knowledge. You choosing so sides between high. Okay, go ahead. All right, just finish. Brother. Okay. So, so with Shaharazad, how many times though have, has a woman told you to choke her in the bedroom or slap her in the bedroom? That's different context. That's no, I, 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 I just a, want you to see that. I, hey, they tell me all the time, choke me. <laughs> but it's a deranged type of mentality because the mindset is, I guess he showed me. There's a part of a woman that wants a man, she wants to be dominated or taken by a man. And sometimes violence, uh, it, it shows that. Or sometimes she needs to see a part of you that lets her know you're a man. Because one, she, one thing a woman doesn't want is she doesn't want to be raising a man. She wants the, you to be the man. And so but, but a perfect you, example. But wait, you use sex to justify manhood? Because there's a deranged, in, in America, there's a deranged mentality of a woman wanting to be dominated. And violence is an indicator of that. So Especially are, when it comes you to can't death. be talking about all women, right? No, most uh, most women. Because what we've heard, what have what have we heard? We've heard nice guys finish last, right? A lot of women, in 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 my opinion, some of it doesn't even have to do with respect. It's just more about her seeing you as a man and feeling 
like if if she does the wrong thing, something would happen. Let, to her. let me just say this, Bowman, uh, as a point of reference. If okay. she's still trying to see you as a man, and y'all naked, and she ain't discovered that you a man, and she needs you to choke her, to show her that you a man, boy, you better put your pants or shoes on and run, cause that's a sign of drama and trouble. Listen, exactly. Listen, so, listen to what I'm ahead. saying. Listen to what I'm saying, brother. Okay. You have to be comfortable in your manhood, sir. Before y'all even get naked. Before y'all get intimate. Before y'all get down to the bucket naked nastiness. You have to be so confident and so in an authentic space that represents the truth of who you are. If you're not in that space, brother, anything is liable to happen. When I come forward, I'm going back to Grand Prairie, Texas. Shaharazad Ali. The voice of reason is on fire. Whoo! Wellness versus for women. A deeper look into Iyanla Van Zant and Shaharazad Ali's talking points, whose message is most relevant and most needed for today. Now, I'm going back to Bowman. Bowman, get in here and wrap up your thought, good brother. So my situation that relates to it, I got into an argument with my ex-girlfriend. And I told her several times, quit yelling, quit raising her voice at me. Finally, she yelled at me. I yelled back and used the necessary evil of yelling. So I basically shook her spirit how loud I yelled. But the whole point was two to three days later, she told me that it turned her on, which I found that very deranged and odd. But you're, never you're heard de- anything like Bowman, that. you're deranged. You're Ow. deranged and odd, Bowman. That's why she's in your life. See, we want to discount why craziness is in our lives. That's part of the spiritual practice of relationships. You can't just pick and choose which part you want to use, Bowman. How? how I think that's an aspect. I'm just saying, you, you yelled at her and it turned her on. And you go, right. yeah, wait, I thought wait. That was odd. but watch this. You stop with her. Yeah, I think that's odd. You think she's odd, Bowman? Um, yeah. not totally. That was just... <laughs> Come on, Bowman. <laughs> the, uh, Come I on. don't. Come on. Because, <laughs> Bowman, you be having the weirdest experiences with women. Wouldn't that make you the common denominator, Bowman? So I think it's because I'm naive at times. Nah, I don't think you're naive. I think it's because I'm naive at times. (laughs) Bowman, the spiritual principle of relationship 
always is in effect. You've read, it's always in effect. You've read the Kabbalion, polarity, balance. It's always in effect, sir. Opposites. I believe it's all here, but it's, it's how far on the spectrum are we driven to do those things, whether it be to love or even kill. I think it's aspects, nah. but I don't think that. No, you know what I think it is? I think it's intellectualization. You over-intellectualize okay. a situation so you could justify your perspective. The reality of it is you have odd situations with odd women, but yet you do not recognize the oddity that you are. Embrace your odd, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Bowman. Nice. Come on, Bowman. Tell the truth, man. They, just, the girl's just weird. Men are from, uh, what is it? Men are from uh, Mars and women from Venus. Is that what it is? It's Bowman, just, uh, Bowman, you're not going to dominate her by being awkward. That's what I didn't want, though. That trick, that was mind-blowing to find that out, that it turned her on. That's something I learned. So it's a certain behavior that's, in my mind, that's very off. So I don't, you get what I'm saying? Does it make no, sense? I, I, I get what you're saying, Bowman, but you called it deranged. You called uh, sexual choking deranged. <laughs> I find that odd. I find it very odd. You know, we always talk about the gotta have a. Remember, MC Light said, "Gotta have a roughneck." The subliminal behind that. Do you see People how you internalize just, that? Come on, bro. Did it, I'm just saying. It, People it, internalize that. It gets worse, Bowman. Did you get turned on when you yelled at her? No, not at all. I, I felt like it really disturbed me because that's not a part of me. That mm. part of myself is not a part of me. Mm. I felt like conscientiously that I had to go there as a necessary evil so that she'll understand, please stop yelling at me because it's something I don't appreciate. All right, all right. Well, Bowman, I appreciate uh, you calling in and sharing your insights. It's always a ride, brother. Thank you so much for the call. We appreciate it. We got to run. All right. All right, now, well, okay, let me, who's on the longest? April Watts, get in here. Hi, so how are you? Oh, man, it's going down. It is going down. Talk to me. <laughs> I like them both. And it's depending on what type of spiritual realm I'm in. I like the era I leave, and I absolutely adore um, Ayanna Vincent. I've been rocking with her since the, her early days with um, Oprah and her books and her seminars. And her weekly, she did a weekly pandemic um, thing on Saturdays. And she is, she's the business. She's the business. She's went through it. She was a teenage mom. She done, she's done so much. And depending on what type of realm I'm in and what I'm doing, I can dig both of them sisters. And I've had experiences with sisters and with family members, with with my sister. And I understand. I was like, I understand why he choked you out. Because I want to choke you out. I want you to shut up. I want you to shut up. 
and I'm a female, and I understand in the the language that I have used and that has been used against me and the powerful language that I've done and the intenseness and the physical nature that I've got into with men, even with family members, I understood why men get so upset because I said, oh, let me back down. Ooh, I'm going to back down. I'm going to say this, but I'm going to say it from across the room because um, he, I'm going to size him up. He, he, yeah. And I'm going to say it, I'm going to say it, but I'm, I'm going to back away. I'm going to back away and I'm going to see if I can get my, something to defend myself because this is powerful and I want you to shut up. And I've told people that, shut up, shut up. And I have to tell myself that sometimes because my mouth is so powerful and the words that I say are so hurtful and they come from such a vitri, a vitriol. Vitriolic. Yes. Vitriolic space. Come on. Oh, they come so, and, and they come so fierce and so fast before I could even grasp them and interpret them. And I'll say, if you don't shut the up, Mm. shut up, shut up, itch, Mm. itch, shut up. Wait, you told a man that, April? Yeah, I have. Okay. And here comes Shaharzad Ali right here. Here comes Shaharzad right here. She says, if she ignores the authority and superiority of the black man... There is a penalty when she crosses yeah. the line and becomes viciously insulting. It is time for her <laughs> to be put in her place or soundly slapped in her mouth. That's Shaharzad Ali. Yeah, it is, and, I, and I, I'll give you an experience. I'll give you an example. Um, I, 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 you know, I had I grew up in a two-parent household. It was dysfunctional, but it was two-parent household. But it was one time that my mother um, said years ago, my mother had six kids and, you know, she so, you know, she said something years ago, they got together when my my, my parents were 16, 16 and 19. And um, he grabbed her by the throat and said some things and, um, you know, just kind of shook her. He didn't hit her. He just shook her. But she never said nothing else in the, the next 52 years of their marriage because she knew what was up. And I always use that barometer of what to say and what to back off against because my dad never hit me. He never, he never laid a hand on me, but he could say something to me. He can raise his voice. He can look at me and say something. And I got a mouth. I got a mouth and daddy would say something to me. He said, hey, girl. And I was like, oh, okay. 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 I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. And I can see that in men. And some men, I don't see it in. And the men that I do see it in, I'll back off. Because I know my dad. And my dad never had to put a lay, lay a hand on me. I had other men lay a hand on me. But my dad could say something to me. And my dad got dementia he was in a wheelchair. He had uh, one leg and he would look at me a certain way and say, Hey girl. I said, okay, daddy. Okay. 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 I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. And I would move right away. 
But a uh, big old man say something to me, I would buck up against them like it was nothing, 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 nothing. But my daddy and, and anybody who gives me that energy that my dad gave me, my daddy absolutely adored me. But when he said something, he looked at me, he gave me a look, he gave me a tone, he gave me an authority, I would back off. I still do that to this day to any man who gives me that, that type of energy that my daddy gave me. Mm. I will back off. Very interesting stuff. I will back off. April, we appreciate the insight. We got to get these other callers, but you just gave us some insight. I know a lot of brothers are listening. We thank you so much. Call in anytime. You and Richie Rich, y'all got a ta- seat at the table anytime. Thank you so much. There you go. Yes. Thank you both. Yes, yes, yes. Vanetta. Oh. Okay, we got to come forward. When we come forward, I'm going right to Atlanta to talk to Vanetta. Reasons. The reasons that we're here, the reasons that we fear, our feelings won't disappear. Disappear. You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 15. Keep it brief. Vanetta from Atlanta, Georgia. Been on the longest. Let's get her in here. Vanetta, we're at the end, so you got to keep it brief. Okay, hi Zo. Hey, 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 hey. Um I agree with both these women. They both have great points. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, in a lot of other countries, the men um they can hit their wives and their women and not be punished for it. Well, people consider those, but they consider those backward countries. They consider those countries that are archaic. Right. Now, here in in America, that's that's just not, no, that's that's not how we do things. Also, even though I agree with both these women, there are also women in your family. You can go to your moms, your aunts, your um, women that can teach the new generation of girls how not to provoke this type of thing to happen. Mm. Um, Also, how not to stay in relationships where this kind of, that's, it's toxic. Violence is not good because that can lead to a lot of things that can even lead to death. And I think, I think Yana Van Zandt does an an exceptional job helping people release these negative patterns that they've accrued from negative relationship or toxic relationship. She she's done a great job teaching people how to fix their lives. In my opinion, let me just say this, Vanetta, we appreciate you. Thank you for reaching out. Call in anytime. You already know what it is. Onyx Salt Lake City, Utah. What up? Hello. How are you, Joe? Let me just say thank you so much. Thank you so much for calling and sharing. Just, just what? What are your thoughts on tonight's topic? Um, I think it's a great topic, and the reason I, you know, show love to um, our people, yourself, and many others. I've, um, you don't probably don't remember me, but I've been around for a while. Uh, you taught me a lot. Jeff Brown taught me a lot. Tim, Tim Alexander taught me a lot. So many people have taught me a lot when it comes to being a woman, a wife, uh, submissive, um, growing through my pain. You know, I don't know if you recall, but um, 
I'm someone that was in Light Girls on Oprah Winfrey Network, but I'm also a human trafficking survivor and abuse uh, survivor. Um, but you guys taught me so much about just being loving and showing love and not always having to need to be right, you know. And it's it's helped me grow as a woman. Um, and, uh, you know, I love Miss Ali and Miss Van Zant and um, many women like that that are as women, we're holding each other accountable, especially as women of color. Oh, um, wow. I grew up in um, families. Um, I grew up with uh, in a two-parent home and all families, but so, you know, I suffered a lot of abuse. So um, no, Onyx, yes, hold sir. on, hold on, because yes, I want yes, you to. Sir. I want you to have space to talk. Just hold on. When we come forward, we're gonna go back to Salt Lake City to talk to Onyx. This is getting heated. Ladies are calling. It's on fire. <laughs> He's on fire tonight. It's the Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. More of the Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams right now on KBLA Talk 1580. Man, Tony, 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 they hitting hard. Onyx from Salt Lake. Listen, we have less than a minute before the show ends. Onyx, okay. can I get you to call in tomorrow, Friday, so I can feature you, feature your story? Can you do that for me? Yes, sir. I appreciate you. I look forward to hearing your voice tomorrow, okay? Okay, no problem. All right, thank you so much. Listen, with a topic like this, I couldn't even get a word in edgewise. I couldn't talk tonight. The phone lines were so jam-packed. So tomorrow, I'm really going to go in because we got some things to correct as a community. Listen, when we come forward, my homeboy Danny Morrison and his homegirl and mine, Robin Ayers, are going to keep this fire lit. Zoe Williams, the voice of reason. I'm going to wrap it up with y'all tomorrow, Friday. Let's get it. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.